Welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Freedom Fridays. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope everybody's doing good. Let's give God some praise. Father God, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the very breath that we breathe right now. We thank you for all of our working limbs, Father God. We thank you for blessing our homes and our finances and our children, family and friends. We bless your name right now this morning, God. And we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you all the praise right now in Jesus' name. Amen. So guys, listen. Did you pour into yourself today? I hope everybody poured into their self today. I have been pouring into myself greatly this week. Your girl been a little bit under the weather. I don't know if it's sinuses with the season changing. I told you guys uh, last week that it was feeling like it was springtime in North Carolina. Well, let me tell you guys, it got cold this weekend. They seen some snow flurries and rain and I went to church on Sunday, came back and I just was not feeling the best and I've been struggling with it all week. But glory be to God, I'm not running a fever or anything like that. So I don't know if it's sinuses or cold or what have you, but I've been keeping it moving, moving around and trying to keep my strength up and getting me some vitamin C and D and all that good stuff in me to try to make sure that I can keep my voice and stay clear and come to you guys with some exciting things that goes on in my life. So I hope you guys poured into yourself. I hope my ladies especially poured into their self. You know, we got to keep each other tight and right with our mental status, as our with our family, with our friends and all that good stuff. Which brings me to my topic of today. Today, I do not have a special guest. I haven't had anybody reach out to the Freedom Fridays that wanted to display their entrepreneur or business or business or any of that good stuff. But we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep giving people the opportunity to come on and and speak as I'm finding out in this uh, podcast world or any type of media um, in my group of friends, I got a, a, a couple, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say camera shy, but they're just shy to jump on the show and, and display their unique talents. But I'm hoping they're coming around because we're not video recorded yet, <laughs> but I do want to be able to give all the entrepreneurs in, in my area, in the Carolinas, a chance to display uh, their craft, a, a chance to display their product and all the unique gifts that God has given to them. So today I have pulled out some random topics that I want to talk about. First and foremost, it's self-love. And I came across this topic, guys, because this week I had a lot of things going on, not just with the fact that I wasn't feeling well, but I had a couple uh, situations with friends and families and just needing a positive word and um, needing my shoulder 
to lean on this weekend. I was happy to oblige because God knows I have uh, leaned on their shoulders so much in the past. And I come to find out as I was talking and thinking and doing my morning prayer and reading my word, I I happened to do an interview with a young lady that it'll uh, uh, the show will be out shortly, and I'll give you guys more details on that when that time comes. And we were sharing, and I was sharing my story, and she was sharing her story. And I realized prior to us recording and doing the time that we recorded was that I made it through. All the stuff that I had gone through from 2007 up until now, and by no means is my life perfect, I realized that I'm a survivor. I made it through. And that I couldn't have done it without the grace of God. And I had to meditate on that. I had to give God some glory. And it was like an aha moment. I saw myself, literally saw myself as I was talking to this young lady, as I was going throughout my day. It was like my whole life flashed before my eyes. And I made it through. I made it through with help of friends and family. And then once they gave me the strength to pick up and do the things that I needed to do for myself that they couldn't do, the self-love part, I realized that I made it through. When you're going through the storm, you don't see a way out. You can't see a way. You can't see your future. You don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next, especially when I was going through um, losing everything, losing my job, my home, my car, trying to figure out how I was going to make ends meet, take care of my children, keep my children accustomed to the lifestyle that I had put them in, having to adjust to their emotions because they wasn't getting the time, the attention, or the things that I was accustomed given to them. Glory be to God, they didn't act out. But I realized that I made it through and it was like a flash flood of memories when I had that aha moment that I made it through. I could almost see myself looking down a street that used to be dark. Now I'm looking down the street at that girl walking and the trees are blowing and the sun is shining. And I had to give God the glory for that because I finally sat in a moment that wasn't dark. And I thank God for the people that he placed in my life because when I was going through my storm, I thought I was by myself. And at the same time this week, when I realized and had that aha moment when he showed me my life, I realized that I didn't go through anything by myself. I always had cheerleaders, whether it be family or friends. I had always had a support system. 
So I wanted to come on today and talk to you guys about that and just tell you that even when you're in those moments where you're angry, disappointed, hurt, confused, mad at the world, don't know how you're going to put it back together, even when you're going through those moments, there are people around you that care about you, at least in my case it was. And when I finally realized that I had all the love and the support in the world, even though in my little mind I didn't think that I did, the same people were still there waiting for me to come through the storm. They were my biggest cheerleaders through the storm. They are my biggest cheerleaders now. And I realized everybody don't have that type of support. And that I was a very lucky girl. Lucky, blessed, highly favored by God. He still had his hand on me. Unique, a miracle, a walking, talking miracle that if I can come out of the dark times, then anybody can. And as I was sharing my story with the young lady, I hadn't intended on saying as much as I said in the interview but God has his way of humbling you right on up and making you see things from a different point of view and as I was telling my story I began to tell her how the things I went through um, my battle with being homeless Losing my home, my car, my job, and how God has spoke to me. And I feel like I can hear from him. But in that moment earlier that day, I heard a still small voice say, Victoria, stop telling people that you were an alcoholic. You were never an alcoholic. You didn't start off drinking at an early age and just couldn't stop. You started drinking excessively from your first heartbreak, from your first marriage. And that began here and there. And then when you lost your job and your house and your car, you started to drink a little bit more. You were never an alcoholic. You was a hurt, bruised, battered female. Like many women are. And I was like, okay, God. Okay, God. Because as I thought about it, I didn't really start drinking more into my late 30s my early 40s when everything just started falling apart the lifestyle that I was walking around in a fantasy world in it started chipping away and I had people around me telling me little certain stuff I had a friend that was a male friend that used to tell me all the time while I was going through the things that I went through and we were actually just friends 
He used to say all the time, Victoria, when are you going to stop stuffing so much in your closet? Because one day, your closet is not going to be able to close. And everything is going to come falling out all at once. And he would tell me this prior to me going through anything that I went through, but I didn't take heed. I was angry, mad at the world, and then my mentality was, he's a male, he cannot possibly uh, understand what a single black woman is going through. He can't possibly understand how hard it is to look your children in the face and don't know how to how to tell them you can't get them a gift for their birthday or Christmas is going to be a little short or going to the pawn shop pawning all your jewelry just so that you can make Christmas or for the first time in your life ever going to a food bank and churches and different places like that to get a bill paid because I had never been in that situation before. It was unfamiliar territory. And then attached to that unfamiliar territory, I had pride. I had pride. I can remember one of the first, very first food banks or churches I went to still rolling around in my expensive car getting there at five o'clock in the morning because that's what people had told me get there early so that you can be in and out and sitting for hours waiting for them to open the door thinking I'm so embarrassed I'm riding around in this expensive car but yet still I'm sitting here at a church or a community center hoping that they'll pay my light bill hoping that they'll pay what I'm lacking in my rent for this month. So with all that flashing before my eyes, in my very first interview on camera, as the day went on preparing for this interview, God had a way of letting me reflect over my life. And it was happy. It was happy stuff. It was happy because I made it through. I made it through the storm. And God never gave up on me. So as I'm telling her, answering different questions, and I don't even know if I actually answered the question that she gave me, God told me right there, then and there share your story you shared bits and pieces of how your life fell apart but but share your story because there is a lot of women out there going through the same thing that you're going through share it right here right now because you're 51 your circle of friends are in their 50s their 40s and possibly 30s Share your story so that someone else that's in their 20s or their 30s or their 40s can see, especially women, 
especially black women. We're the ones with the least support from our family, from our friends. Sometimes we don't have avenues that we can turn down. And I'm not saying anything else about another race because women, we go through stuff, especially single women. But I know some in some other cultures, especially in the Caucasian community, most of the time they have family members and friends that can help them, even if it's just a little. In our case as African-American women, most of the time we don't have that support. Most of us come from uh, one-parent homes sometimes broken homes. Sometimes our parents may have been dealing with some stuff that they didn't get any type of help for. And we're just trying to do their best as we're trying to do our best now just to raise us. So as I'm going through and I'm talking and not really knowing what I was going to say, That was placed on my heart to share my story because we always talk about as people, man, if I knew then what I know now, or man, if I could go back to when I was 21 or 30 and know what I know now, man, I'd be something awesome. But at the same token, we may not be able to go back. But you can share your story with someone that may be 10 or 20 years younger than you, that wants to listen, that wants to absorb your life experience so that they can apply it to their life now while they're 21, 22, 23. I had my son at 21, well, actually 22, found out I was pregnant with him on my 21st birthday. And if I knew then what I know now, of course my life would have turned out so much differently. But I don't regret having my children. I regret some of the stupid mistakes that I made along the way, being hard-head and stubborn. And sometimes a little bit manipulative. I can't even say the word manipulating people to try to get my way and now as I look on my life I never thought I would be saying I'm 50 and fabulous I'm 50 and I'm fabulous and all the junk that I brought into my life I'm actually peeling back layers. I'm still going through the process. And for those of you that listened to season one and season two, where I was talking about rebuilding and being the gardener of your own story, you know what I'm talking about, peeling back layers. And I looked up and God just showed me how much love he poured into me. 
how much wisdom he gave me to pour back into myself. So I am grateful for that. Glory be to God. That he kept his hands on me, that he never let me go. So I thought I would share that with my ladies. If I got any fellas listening, I'm sorry, but you know, this is for my ladies or just any single parents. I can't really say because you know, I know a couple of fellows that are single parents, single parents of daughters and sons. And it's hard for uh, a male not to spoil his daughter, but also little girls need a little tender, loving touch from a female. So I can't really category rise. When God puts his hand on you and picks you to clean you up and you stick around long enough to be able to look back or he gives you that flashback of your life and the things that you went through that you thought you wouldn't make it out of. And when he gives you that touch to remind you that you did have people in your corner you was just too busy stuck in your own way and in your own head to realize that at the time and how blessed and lucky you are to still have most of those same people in your life because the ones that wasn't any bringing any value to your life they were going to go away anyway it was just a matter of time people don't like change So if you're not doing and saying what they want you to do and say, and they're not controlling the narrative in your life and theirs, when change comes, they either flee or something happens between you guys to make them or make the relationship fall apart. Either way, it's not going to stick around. Especially if you're doing positive things in your life. So I thought I would just share that with you guys. I'm in one of those spiritual moods where God has just showed me so much stuff to be grateful for. Grateful for my eyesight. Grateful that I can still walk after three back surgeries. Grateful for my limbs, my beating heart, my ears. And I just wanted to come on and I wanted to talk to my single parents, even the young couple out there that has a couple children that is finding it hard to make ends meet right now. It's going to be okay. Just make sure that you continue to surround yourself with the people that you know that care about you. And don't take everything so personal. Sometimes people have to say no to save themselves. Sometimes people have to stop answering your phone call, especially if you're being destructive to avoid all that noise entering into their lives. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with that until you straighten yourself out. And if they love you, they're going to still be there Once they start seeing the change in you and knowing that you are 
dedicated and committed to each and every moment that you have left in your life. So don't doubt yourself. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps, whatever you're going through. I'm always going to take it back to take it to God. For my adults, you know how to pray. For my young ladies, take it to God means just, just that. Go pray about it. Stand on some faith. Don't go begging God. Pray about it one time and leave it right there on the altar, in your room, in your secret de- dwelling place. Leave it right there. God already knows what you need before you ask anyway. He was just waiting for you to come along and ask him. And have a little bit of patience. Because you was out there wilding. So you're going to have to give God a minute. Until it's your turn. And it's okay. Because he's always going to provide you the good things. That you need. He may not give you. Everything that you ask for. And sometimes he will. He may just go about a roundabout way of doing it. It may not take 30 days. Then again it might. Especially if that electric bill is due on Monday. And you don't have it. But if you're standing on this word. And you already took it to him. You're practicing your faith and your your patience and hoping that maybe somebody will come along and give you a blessing. You just never know. So I wanted to share this with you guys today. Just a little bit of self-love. Loving on myself. Loving on you guys. Can't wait till this weather finally breaks. So I can get out in the community with my comrades so he can help old girl out I still walking with a limp and still that back want to act up on me sometimes I lose my balance and next thing you know I'm on the ground but glory be to God I'm still able to use my legs just not as much as I like to but there's still joy in that Because some people will never be able to use their legs again. So you have to find joy in everything you do. And continue to have that faith as small as a mustard seed. And then you got to plant those seeds. And then you got to water them. And watch them grow. A mustard seed is so, so very small. And we as people, we get so impatient with God that was another thing that I reflected on too how I used to be so impatient with God even when I was going through everything when I lost everything I was still praying but it didn't work out the way I wanted it to and I would be like you know where is God I mean I pray I'm going on and on and on having my fits my temper tantrums Until I just let go. I said, you know, I'm tired of trying to piece it back together. Trying to make all the 
pieces of the puzzle fit. Speaking of which, one of my girlfriends, shout out to my girl, New York guys. She told me something earlier today. And she said, I have this little saying about puzzles. So she began to tell me, you can put together a puzzle and have one missing piece. And all the people that come and look at that puzzle, they'll tell you how beautiful it is. But they're all going to focus on that one piece that's missing. They're not going to focus on everything else that put that's put together, all the other hundreds or thousands of pieces. And I thought about that. And I was like, you know, you're right. And she said, that's how I look at my relationship with Christ and my walk. I'm not going to focus on that one little piece. I'm going to focus on all the pieces that he did allow my life fit. And I was like, wow. That is a great analogy. So don't focus on the missing piece. Don't focus so much on why God didn't fix it right then and there. Focus on all the millions and hundreds of things that he does in your life daily. Breathing, a heart that beats, legs that work, eyes that see, ears that hear. And I know it's easier said than done, but I'm not telling you that coming from a place of I'm sitting in my comfy home and everything's going great. I'm telling you that from a place where I've been there, done it. I had to walk out because I just couldn't afford to take care of all the assets that God had blessed me with. And I wasn't giving him any time and any attention. So sometimes when we pray, we got to remember that. Back to my point, we have to remember that. We have to remember just because we pray to God for something. Let's not get angry. Let's not get impatient. Because he's been waiting for a long time for us to come along and seek him in the first place. And most of the time, most of us never seek God until we need a little help with something. And that's why it is called free will. He wants you to freely come to him. Free will of your own accord. And I said it before in my last episode. You got to invite God in. You have to invite Jesus in. You have to invite the Holy Spirit in. We serve such a gracious God. He's just not going to bombard us. And just swoop on in. He wants to be invited. And once you invite him in, he'll do the rest. He'll finish the recipe for you. But you got to invite him in. And every day, like that 
like that. Um, a lot of us have uh, read at footprints in the sand when you only see one set of footprints and you're asking yourself where is God he's carrying us same thing you gotta invite him in small baby steps nobody said bust the church door down but it'd be nice if you attend a service or two or even start out with being diligently diligent to watching it every Sunday setting aside some time setting aside some time to say a quick prayer practice in a routine to have a friendship and a relationship with our Heavenly Father baby steps all he wants you to do is take baby steps and he'll come right on in and do the rest and before you know it You're going to be like your girl, Victoria J. Watching him carry you through that storm. Set you down. Turn your head. And let you look back at all the things that you made it through. Watch your children, your friends, and your families call you. Tell you how proud of you they are. Shouts out to my children. Shouts out to my family and friends that's always been in my corner. You know who you are. So I wanted to just share that on this Freedom Friday for you. Maybe you can take it with you throughout the weekend. Sit down somewhere, meditate a little bit. Tell God what's on your heart and leave it right there. Sometimes we'll keep Asking God over and over and we'll get mad. But for most of us that have children, you don't want your child to come keep pestering you for that piece of candy or can they go outside and play? So don't keep pestering God. Ask him for it. And let it go. And stand on that faith. He wants to see if you you really believe that he can do it and it's never ever gonna be in our time it's always gonna be in his time for our good he says and in his word all things work together for your good all things work together for your good so that's where I'm at today months ago I told you guys about standing in a place of peace rebuilding your life, being the gardener of your own story. Today, I can tell you, like Paul said when he was talking to the churches, I'm content in all things I do. A funny story about that, my husband used to say that all the time when we first got together. We're going on seven years now, going on eight and I, when I used to just be in an uproar about everything, why are you not worried? Why are you not, you know, just acting like a mad woman? He used to say, Paul says, I'm in consent in all things that I do. Every situation, I'm content. And a couple of days ago, I found out, guess what? I am too. So 
I give God all the glory, all the praise. I just want to pop on and give you guys some encouraging words. I didn't do a show this week, just did the morning aspirations and inspirations. Well, now just morning inspirations. And I just wanted to come on and give you guys some encouraging words to take with you throughout this weekend. Let all my single moms know, and even if you're not a single mom, if you're just struggling with depression, anxiety, heartbreak, it's going to be okay. I would never say not get any type of therapy because that's the way the younger generation is going now. And I love it. Kudos to them for being able to go to a therapist. Um, we all can say in the black community, we thought therapy was just for white people. It was never for us because our parents wasn't trying to hear it. God was our therapy. But I've done a little bit of therapy as well as God being my therapy. So it's okay. Sometimes you need an outlet and there's a lot of free tools out there. So with that being said, that's my time, guys. Peace and blessings to you all. Enjoy your weekend. Read a book. Stop on over on the Daily Grace website. Check out their books over there. Check out their stuff. And if for nothing else, grab your Bible or your NIV, which is a breakdown of the Bible. Get a little bit of word in you. Stand on that faith. And this too shall pass. Your girl is telling you she was there. This too shall pass. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Good Pods, where we continue to climb the charts. I think we were number two. We lost our number one spot this week, but that's okay. We're still up there. We're up there, number two in relationships. Then again, in relationships, we're number 40 and 41 overall charts. We're number 22. Society and culture, we're number six. So we checking right along. Thank you, Good Pods, for that amazing platform. Check us out on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Castro. Don't forget to head on over to 12th Street Talk Back slash dot com on Pod Page. Check out our beautiful new website as well as listen and enjoy some of the shows. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends about it. Follow, follow, follow. Subscribe for 99 cents and up so that we can continue to be able to give back to our elderly community this coming holiday. Thank you for my comrades out there, my two Moniques, and I think someone else joined that they told me that's going to start um, purchasing some stuff too and putting it away for our elderly community so that we can go out and share these gifts baskets with some of our loved ones that really need it. And real quick, someone asked me where I came up with that idea. I thought about that idea because when I was going through everything that I was going through, I told you guys before, my mom lived with me pretty much my whole adult adult life until my second marriage. And long story short, she ended up in a living facility and I felt terrible 
at the time where she needed me the most. I couldn't help her financially. I couldn't help put a roof over her head because I was losing everything. So this is my way of honoring my mom as well as giving back to the elderly community. Because although my mom still had lots and lots of support and shouts out to my siblings for supporting my mom, I wanted to kind of be the one to always be there. But sometimes somebody else has to help shoulder the responsibility. And my family stepped up, glory be to God. But this is just my way of honoring my mom and also giving back to our community. They need it. They need us. And then our next journey is to try to help out some of these single parents, some of these young young people in the community with their misplaced anger or just need a show to lean on. So that's a little backstory on that. So head on over to Anchor by Spotify. Head on over to Spotify at the below where you see the description, see more. Underneath that, it should say subscribe. Subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month, $4.99, $12.99 and up. And if you can't do that, it costs nothing to follow. Right there beside that bell, there's three dots. Click on those three dots, rate the show, and follow the show. Peace and blessings to you all until Monday morning.